I don't care if a reader hates one of my stories, just so long as he finishes the book. Rule doll. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I am Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. And today we get to talk about one of the most valuable resources for any author. And that is beta readers. So if you tuned in last month, we talked about alpha readers and the role that they play in helping make sure your story is a good story. Beta readers are a little different. And I see a lot of people request beta readers before they're really ready for it. It should happen after the editing phase. So online, I see a lot of people requesting a beta reader for a novel that is not yet completed. They are not officially a beta reader at that point. They're an alpha reader. Beta readers are someone, hopefully, who has an audience of their own. Sometimes it can be local celebrities, somebody who hosts a talk show about books. Sometimes it's other authors. And these are the people you're soliciting reviews from. They get an advanced copy of the book. So you can put on the cover, Lee Hole really likes this book. She said three thumbs up or whatever it is. Three thumbs? Three thumbs. Three thumbs. Because... It's better that deserves more than just two thumbs up. Yeah? No? Okay. So this should happen after your final draft. Should be the version that you are ready to send out to the world. This is often a time, if you're getting an audiobook created, this will be during that same time slot. Send it out to other people so that you can get reviews. They can recommend your book to their readers. And when it comes time to launch, energy is already there. Everyone's ready, lining up at the door to pick up your book. So not all of your beta readers have to be professionals. Some of your beta readers can be just readers. Mm -hmm. Somebody that can give you that fan perspective. So maybe some family members, maybe some of your original fans My favorite author, Brandon Sanderson, has a whole set of beta readers that are basically fans of his that can read his books before they get sent out to offer that feedback of how the fans are going to take it, especially if it's a series. So I will see people in forums going, hey, I will beta read your manuscript for such and such amount of money. They are not beta readers. You can offer them a free book when it gets released, but... People who will read your book and then give you a five-star review is that's a scam and please avoid it. Having a beta reader is very important to making sure your story can be a success and you getting real feedback as an author after the story is complete. Your editor will give you feedback as the story is being edited, but to read the whole story, the completed story for the first time, your beta readers are going to be that person. They'll be able to talk to their people, which is why celebrities, especially local celebrities, are a big help in this because they can start talking on their radio show. Hey, I'm reading this book by Lee S's and I'm really enjoying it and I can't wait to find out what happens. Then all of their listeners, all of their fan base are going, huh. You can also cross promote with other authors. So if I have a book that's about to come out and... Lee is trying to get one of her former books to get a few more purchases. She can do a, hey, if you purchase my friend's book, then you can get 50% off of my book that I released last year. And then when she goes to release her next book, I can go, hey, you can get 50% off my book if you purchase hers. And then we're doubling our audience by working with other authors. So why do you recommend having beta readers? 
because it's fun. It is. It's one of the warmest moments I get as an author is when someone goes, oh, that was such an awesome book. This is the payoff for writing this book. You've dumped your heart and your soul and oftentimes finances into getting your book out there. Having a beta reader go, yes, I loved it. I especially loved it when he got kidnapped and blah, blah, blah. That's fun. So we've talked before about being cautious when you're in the process of writing about sending too much of your book to other people to read because that's the payoff we're talking about. That's the feeling that we all strive for as authors that you have to be careful that you're not giving to yourself too soon. It's often you've drummed up all of this excitement because you as an author have been talking about this book that you've been writing for six months with your friends and your family and your coworkers and this and that. This is the chance they get and they get to feel special as this exclusive group of fans and that they get the first release of the book. So remember when you have beta readers, your book is not quite done yet. There's still potential for change. So what are things that authors need to remember when they're going through this beta reading process? The biggest issue I see is authors are talking to their readers instead of listening to their readers. The whole point of having a beta read is to make sure you get information about your story. What played, what didn't, which characters were really terrible and which ones were just sort of meh. Listening to that response instead of saying, oh, did you like this character? They'll say, yes, because it's my grandma and she loves me. But when she goes, oh, but I really hated that mother character, I really wanted to strangle her. Like, yes, that's the reaction I'm looking for. So listening instead of talking is a huge thing to remember. And that's especially important when your beta readers are part of your fan base Mm -hmm. because they are speaking for the voice of everyone else. They are telling you what everyone else would tell you as well if they had had the chance to read it then. Mm -hmm. And something to also know is they're not always right because they won't always agree. Somebody's going to be wrong. So they might say, oh, I really think this character should have died this way. The fact that they're thinking about it, even if this way isn't the proper way to kill them, the fact that they're unsatisfied with the way they were killed still tells you something as an author. You could change it to something more satisfying, figure out why it was less satisfying, and then go and kill the character that way. That's information collection for your next book, not for this one. So listen, but apply very, very carefully. Yes. Because at this point, hopefully your book is in with your audiobook team and they don't want any of the text changed at that point. Maybe a little word here and there. If there's something that you rewrote and your editor missed, then they'll let you know, fine, that little tiny things can be edited and changed. But this is you growing as an author by listening to what people are responding to. So that takes a lot of discipline as well. To take that feedback, to take that constructive criticism and not go too far with it. Yeah. So at the recording of this particular podcast, we just recently launched our first episode and my dad listened to it and went, yeah, I was bored. Yeah. But her dad thinks reading is antiquated. Yes. So when she told me that, I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't care because he's not my target audience. (laughs) Yes. So understanding the character of the person communicating information to you is a vital part of how you should comprehend whatever feedback they have. 
And then comes the time that all authors wait for. Once your book has been edited, beta read, reviewed, then you get to send it to the printers. Yay! But there's one more thing that you need to do before then, and that's cover design. We'll be talking about that in our next episode. But until then, write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 